Today's episode of the Snowball Floorball Podcast is brought to you by IBK Events and Consulting, a sport business firm working towards growing the sport of floorball in Canada and the world. For more information, reach out to us at info at ibkevents.com. As well as Free Hit Floorball Clothing Company, Canada's first floorball-focused lifestyle apparel brand. For all your latest floorball styles, visit us on Instagram at freehit underscore fbc. four ball fans and welcome to episode number five of the snowball four ball podcast i'm your host carl simpson of ibk events and consulting on to, and on today's episode of the snowball we will be chatting with sonia hake of floorball canada uh well sonia thank you for joining us um how about you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got into floorball and, and all that good stuff and what you're up to <laughs> Cool. Thanks, Carl. And thank you for having me on um, the Canadian Floorball podcast. It's pretty cool. Um, it's great to connect with you again. It's been a long time since I've seen you, so it's been great to uh, catch up. Um, yeah, I played floorball for a long time, but um, since the, almost the beginning here in Canada, it feels like, but um, I started in 2006 just playing and I was introduced to the sport um, from someone who some of you may know, um, Yuha Mikola. So I was, um, I was working at a summer camp that was just doing sports during the summer um, and Yuha came and talked to the, to the camp or to the leaders of the camp about doing floorball at the camp came to our office, um, showed us what floorball was. And uh, since I played hockey, he's like, well, why don't you just try out the stick? So I'm in the boardroom shooting around with the stick in the office there. And um, and yeah, so I was like kind of hooked right away. Like once you get the feel of the stick and the ball, you're like, well, it's kind of cool. So you back then they had kind of free sessions where you could come and try it out. So I got a lot of emails from Yuha inviting me out to come and finally eventually I I went out and um I loved playing um it's it's a really easy sport to pick up especially if you have a hockey background so um yeah I loved loved it from the very beginning and I think it was the first or second time I came out it was Randy who came up to me and said do you want to try out for the women's national team and I was like what like I've played this two times but yeah um, so it was then maybe six months later I was on the team and we were in 2007 we went to the very first time Canada entered a team in the world championships was uh Denmark um, oh, wow. and we went to Denmark yeah so it was pretty cool that was a great tournament a really big eye-opener though um as far as like Can- Canada's level in um in floorball um but it was still so much fun. Um, then after that, 2009, went to the World Championships in Sweden. Um, then the following year, we had to qualify. That's when they started qualification tournaments. And and uh, we didn't qualify the following year, but we qualified in 2013 um, in Markham, actually, and went to Czech Republic, um, which was a cool tournament as well. And actually, since then, Canada hasn't qualified we've played the u.s every time 
to qualify, but uh, haven't qualified the women's anyways. And this year, the qualifications just found out last week that they've been canceled um, due to COVID. So, um, so the highest or higher ranking team will automatically qualify, which is the U.S. So, which is a real bummer. Um, it was kind of a hard pill to swallow, but it's uh, it is what it is, right? Yeah, COVID. COVID sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then, uh, as far as like the U19 side, I started coaching with the U19 um, women's in 2012. We went on a tournament to Slovakia, um, women's world, uh, the world championships in Slovakia, which was really cool. Um, then 2014 in Poland and then 2016, uh, the tournament in Belleville, which you were at. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. Um, uh, that was, and then in two thousand nineteen, I started a board position. Um, I took over for Simon. Um, he, uh, the position is called um, women's high performance director or director of women's high performance. So, um, basically, I oversee the, uh, both the women's. Uh, national team and the women's U19 national team so um, which for me means like organizing the the trips to the tournaments um, recruiting players recruiting coaches um, getting everything kind of set up and organized it's a lot of work but I I like doing it so um, yeah it's it's been a good position since then except since I took the position we haven't actually gone on any (laughs) trips we were supposed to go in 2020 the u19 to sweden we were all set to go in may 2020 but that was canceled it was pushed to september then it was pushed to may 2021 now it's pushed again to september 21 um so i'm not sure what will happen there but hopefully it will still go ahead i'm not not too sure about that so fingers crossed on that one (laughs) yeah um as far as like um kind of like working within the sport or growing the sport uh I think it was 2008 like shortly after I started playing um I started working with Yuha uh he he imported the salmon gear into Canada and um so I worked with him and we kind of distributed the the gear uh sold it throughout Canada and the U.S. and and also on the side we uh, went to different schools and did workshops and things like that just growing the sport and telling telling people basically what floorball was so um, I did that until 2014 so it was a good way to like get really involved with the sport yeah and you, you run a like a drop in in Sarnia now as well right when COVID is yeah. a lot <laughs> yeah so since moving back home to Sarnia so Sarnia's home for me is uh I kind of like got some friends together um and kind of told them like you guys are playing floorball and <laughs> some of my family like my brothers and sisters and even my mom sometimes comes but we have like this drop-in that we have this gym space that we use every week and I just kind of started out with some of my old sticks and just bought since I'm left then had to buy a couple righty sticks and and then people just borrow them they come they play and like 
really everyone who comes and plays, they always love playing. So um, it's never that people come and they're like, I hate this sport. It never <laughs> happens. So um, it's, been, it's been great uh, here in Sarnia. We've entered a couple tournaments, like a little team here from Sarnia. But um, yeah, it's kind of come to a stop right now. But uh, hopefully we'll continue that again. So. Yeah, I was I I think I a few years ago I stopped in and I like I played and I had a lot of fun. It's one of the few times I've actually played football. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's yeah, already dropped. Um yeah, which was, was which was a lot of fun. Um so uh I guess I just um what is it about four ball that you love so much? Because like as someone who's been involved as long as you have, like you played if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you play in like Slovakia for a year or something like that? Yeah. A floorball like exchange program almost yeah sort of like that i um i went to slovakia um to work at kind of a sports program after school program that they have there and then i joined a floorball team in the in the capital city there um it was a great experience um i learned a lot because they practice twice a week and they have two games per week so just in my short time that i was there like just being able to practice so so much was awesome um here uh we tend to like just play more games which is fine because that's what we can do but we don't really do the act the training the practicing like twice a week like they do there um which is great it was a great experience um uh so what really attracts me i guess about the sport i like um I don't know, I think the floorball family because um everyone's so welcoming and and I don't know how to put it, but other than like that floorball kind of feels like a family to me. Everyone's very tight knit and yeah. close and that's why we that's why I like about it too, is just like it's it's like going to Canada Cup as an outsider is always like you can see it on new people's face too. It's just like wow. You guys really love like wow. I want to be a part of this. I don't know why, but <laughs> and as far as, I, I like, get, I get that. <laughs> yeah. And as far as the actual sport goes, like it's really fast paced. Like it's always like moving quickly. Um, it's very similar to hockey, which I have grown up loving. So that's a great too. Um, yeah, it's really, I don't know. It's a great sport. It's a good mixture of hockey, soccer, like lots of different skills involved and, and, I've never had a bad time playing, so. There you go. Yeah. Um, so if they're, if speaking of hockey and, uh, and other sports, um, this is what the one question I've kind of been asking everybody is, is like, do you see in the future of floorball, do you think floorball is going to be like one of those, you know, nationally televised professional sports? Or do you think it's going to be more like when you watch rugby or, you know, like Aussie rules football on TV, it's going to be like, not so much a local thing, but kind of like it's one of those sports where you have professionals, but it's not like, you know, you turn on the TV to an NHL game and 7 million other people are watching kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to know where floorball is going to go. Um, It's exciting to watch for sure. So I, I can see that there would be like a big fan base for sure. Um, I think like the IFF is making a big push for um, floorball to become part of the Olympics. So mm-hmm. I think if floorball 
gets to that level where it's Olympic sport, there's so much more exposure and people will um, know about floorball and hear about it and just want to watch it or follow it. Um, I think one thing that is discouraging right now is like there's a lot of uh, differing skill levels. So if, say, Sweden were to play a lower level team, like the score would be very mismatched and it's not always so exciting to watch. But the closer games are definitely... yeah more exciting for sure um and yeah just having like that olympic kind of status would be great exposure for the sport and i think that if if like they make the steps towards that then like floorball could be one of those yeah i think i think part of being in the olympics would be continuing like being continually there right Mm -hmm. versus like one year in and then they got to wait another eight years before the next time for, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like, I think like if you're there every four years, it definitely gets. And then because like, it's almost like soccer, you have your trials to get there and you have to qualify and, and all of those, like it gives you more um, marketability, marketability and um, visibility because you're playing right. more right. Versus like, you know, the world championships at the end of every year. Um, yeah. But speaking of Sweden playing lower level teams, I, that made <laughs> that made me think of like the fifty two or sixty two nothing France game. Oh yeah, yeah. That happened at the most recent World Championships. I'm pretty sure they ran out of balls because it's the hard girl- to get excited about that kind of scoreline, right? Yeah, I like, know uh... for sure. I I remember watching it just to kind of like because I hadn't caught the game because I had been at work when it was on, so I I had caught the. I think it was the New Zealand or Australia game before. And then I went to work and I checked Twitter and it was like, wait, what happened? And I went back and watched the the video. Cause you can do that on YouTube with the IFF. Um, yeah. And uh, I was watching it and it was like, they were halfway through the second and like there was a short delay and it was because they had to borrow practice balls from one of the teams because the Swedish girls were hitting milestones left, uh, right and center. And they were grabbing, like normally they don't take the balls. The ball. Right. But yeah. like, it was like, I think it was like Anna Wicks, like, it, like she hit some, she hit two milestones. She hit one for goals and one for points and another girl, it was like her first international goal. And then it was her first international hat trick. And yeah. like, it was like, there was a few girls that like, I think there was a few of them who hit like 10 to 15 points, <laughs> just like individually. <laughs> so they were like, oh, well you can have this one. Cause this, this one's the 15th or whatever it was. It was kind of like, it wasn't. It was interesting to see because it's like normally the Swedes just kind of they celebrate and they go back and they line up and they get ready to play again, right? Like it's rare yeah. that they have the need to you know keep those mementos, right? So it was interesting mm-hmm. to see like this big powerhouse take note of those things and then, but yeah, I felt I felt really bad for <laughs> watching that. But, I mean, know. I feel torn because I would feel honored to play a team at that high level, but also at the same time, you don't want to, like, it's hard for the development of the sport to yeah. get creamed so poorly. I think but, I think the French I girls think... were in the same boat as you, though, because they were like, they were laughing. The, the Swedish team would <laughs> score and they were just laughing. They're like, we're playing Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah. That was that was just uh the, you just talking about that just made me think of that. <laughs> I hadn't yeah. even thought about that since it happened. I just remember watching it. Yeah. Um. So speaking of, but speaking of the IFF, um, and like how they're pushing for the Olympics, do you think that there's anything 
that the IFF or maybe even Floorball Canada or the other governing bodies of the sport, like, you know, Swedish floorball or Finland mm-hmm. floorball needs to be doing more of, or is there something they should be changing as someone who's like, cause as someone who works retail, we always say like corporate doesn't know what's going on. Right. Cause they're not on the ground. They're not in the store talking to customers. So they'll make a decision and you're going, why that doesn't make from my standpoint. So I kind of feel like as someone who's got feet on the ground in floorball, you're a good person to talk to and be like, Hey, do you think like, is there something they're not doing right? Or is there something they're missing? Or is it like they need to do more of this thing that they're doing only a little love? Like, uh, I don't know. Like the IFF is pretty, I feel like they're very connected to the players and to the different organizations. They're very, they're really reaching out to the different continents, even like trying yeah. to get floorball into like all the parts of the world. And, and even like they recently started the social media ambassador. Yeah. Program. Like, I feel like they're really, um, making an attempt to kind of get a feel of the pulse of what floorball is like in the different parts of the world, um, which is good because it looks much different here than it does in, um, say, Europe, parts of Europe and things like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know specifically anything different. Um, yeah, other than like, just people have to keep telling other people about what it is like the main question I used to always answer like oh uh, I play floorball and people would say oh like what is floorball and then you'd have yeah. that kind of like answer like oh floorball is and then you'd have, like <laughs> ramble off like your answer but it's like just getting people to know what the what the sport is is even like half of the battle right so yeah well I was I had I had a brief conversation about that with uh, Dave from floorball guru who um, at the time you and I are recording this, our, that episode hasn't gone live yet, but it'll be in there where we talk about like that conver- that conversation that you have to have about like, what is floorball? And like, oh, yeah. you mean this or that? And it's like trying to Coles note it because you explain it so many times, like you give the longhand answer. Yeah. So then you try and come up with like the easiest, simplest way and it still doesn't always like click. But like, that was one of the reasons I started Free Hit was is like, we need to be having those conversations here in Canada and uh, which is why like we were doing this interview and like having other people on to the snowball is, is to kind of get that conversation going and, yeah. uh, and moving forward and, and front of mind and continuous um, which is why the delayed episode release <laughs> for those of you who are listening to this after the fact, be like, that was a while ago. And it's like, yes <laughs> and no, <laughs> it's we're trying to keep people engaged here because if i if i released an episode every week i think i would run out of players by (laughs) the end of this year case in point we need more players (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly exactly um is there uh hmm i guess we've kind of been through all of that i would say i guess really like here's a more of a hypothetical question for you. And if it would be like this is just general i don't mean like in regards to the IFF or floorball Canada but if there's one because so the IFF posts this question in a different way. They ask about rule changes um, occasionally on social media. But if there's like, if there was one thing you could change about floorball, whether it's something you see as a negative thing or something you see as a good thing, or wh- however, is if there's something you could change about floorball, what would that be? Huh? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> 
I never because really I know like a few years ago, like a lot of people were super upset about the rule change to like you could pass it with your feet, but yeah. now it makes the game it definitely like from as someone who use it, like as yeah. someone who watches the sport, it definitely makes it better because there was even a pass that made the rounds on social media today where he, the guy like hit it off his foot to his teammate in the middle of the floor yeah. who volleyed it into the like it was actually a pretty spectacular goal to watch. Yeah. Right. So I guess maybe yeah, nothing like some of the rules, but like that it's like that all the rules kind of make sense towards they're mo- mainly I think gate geared towards the like safety of the sport, like raising your stick and things like that. Um and the physicality of the game, I think they're even increasing that, like letting more of it kind of slide obviously not like checking and stuff but they're letting more of the physical play happen in the game which is kind of cool that's more to a canadian style (laughs) of play anyways (laughs) yeah that nitty that like gritty run it out type of floorball which i Um, i sometimes i sometimes wonder if we should do more of it at the international level it's just like i feel like if there are certain teams you should just run at And it yeah, would create offense. Like, uh, as far as the game specifically goes, I, I don't think so. Um, but maybe around the like structure, like there are some structure things that probably could help support the like developing nations. Of yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, like just the the way maybe the IFF or other countries could help help out the um, kind of floorball developing nations. Uh, I don't know how exactly that would look, but um, yeah, if there was a way that, that that could happen, that would be great for sure. Yeah. I think like there's definitely something there to be said about like, like that kind of like, there's, there's gotta be a way to use, the popularity of like Sweden of floorball in Sweden or Finland. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Cause like when we were in Halifax, um, yeah. the Finnish floorball federation had a big thing. Like I think it was just after we got home or maybe it was during the tournament, but they floorball had surpassed ice hockey for membership in Finland. Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. I didn't hear that. That's pretty cool. I don't know if it's still the case, but um, uh, it was it was like a big deal because it was all over my social media feeds. <laughs> um, uh, when I I can't remember if it was as I was leaving um, uh, Halifax or not. Um, mm-hmm. So, as someone who's traveled the world to play full floorball, what would you say is your favorite floorball memory? Whether it's a tournament or a goal, or something um, of the like, or, you know, you got lost in Denmark <laughs> or something, right, and had a fun night, or whatever it is. Uh, lots of good team memories, for sure, um, outside of the game, but uh, a game memory probably would be um, during the 2013 qualification games. Uh, I just had, like, a really great game, and I think I was just on the court for a lot of the goals. I don't even think I scored. Maybe I assisted a couple, but um, I just remember like I I was on the court a lot of times when we scored and um, and I 
and after the game I they announced the player of the game right and I got player of the game that game I totally did not expect it, it was out of the <laughs> for me and I, I can like, imagine your shocked yeah. face too <laughs> I can see it <laughs> and I, Yuha said after to me he's like yeah you were on the court for all those goals and I was like yeah I guess that makes sense but um <laughs> I didn't expect it so that was cool like that kind of surprise and recognition for that and then um then we went to Czech Republic and uh played uh pretty good there and our last game we played against Hungary and it went into overtime and we scored the overtime winner to get 13th place which was our has been our highest ranking so far which is awesome and that was a really cool moment is just being in that like overtime goal like celebrating there in uh, Czech Republic was really cool so uh as far as yeah that that was a good memory for sure um yeah just a lot of the off-court like friends you make and times that you have um as teams traveling together there's always something crazy that (laughs) happens so I actually have a funny story from when we were in Halifax together Um, okay yeah. I, I see if I remember this. That's the real test. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I I don't know if you were there. It was at the rink that you were running, though. You were running the um the rink at the university. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I was running the time clock, and and uh, it was one of maybe the first games, and it was Russia against uh, another team. And on the score clock, you only have to push like the home team, and then plus one or home team plus plus one each time and then I had forgotten to put the goal up because the game starts going and then you should put the goal up but I'd forgotten and the Russian coach is yelling at me <laughs> yelling at oh, me. I, right I, I was like what is he yelling at? I can remember that he was very they wanted to like the goal has to be up there yeah and, and it should be up right so um then the goal should go from if they were at six and it should go to seven. So instead of putting plus one, I did plus seven for some reason because I was like, <laughs> it should be seven. And I was so flustered. And I was like, so then the, they, their goal said it said 13. And then I was looks at him and he just smiles like, Oh man, he's <laughs> like, is that, is that okay? Do you want that many goals? But yeah, no, it's 20. Then I, I corrected my mistake and I never made that mistake again. <laughs> uh, Working yeah. the clock at those things is a lot harder than I think people would assume it is. Like it's it's stressful. It's not like you have to really oh, pay attention. To yeah, you have to be you have to be yeah. on top of it. And, and no there one, was there there can't be many distractions to distract you from. Yeah, the Russian coach yelling at you is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was a it was a fun time in Halifax too. Uh, just organizing that and uh, yeah, it was a good time. So yeah, Halifax Halifax was a lot of fun. Uh, like I, I was talking to Anthony recently, and I was saying like Halifax was uh, a definitely a defining moment for me. It was a lot. There was some fun moments. There was definitely some stress involved, but uh, it it totally reminded me of being at Canada Cup. <laughs> the, early, the early mornings in the empty building <laughs> with no one there and the lights are barely on <laughs> and you're fixing yeah, you're that the first, taping line. first one there and the last one to leave yeah yeah but it was, it's a lot of fun and uh and uh, I wouldn't uh I would love to do another one somehow but who knows when that'll be with COVID and everything but yeah we'll 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 get there um I guess my next 
uh, question here to kind of wrap us up in a minute or two, well, not a minute or two, but just kind of end us towards this. Um, what's uh, what's what's on the docket for you next? Like, what are you? Because obviously you've got the women's teams going on, but like, what are those uh, hopeful dates <laughs> considering uh, COVID? Oh yes, <laughs> it's hard because I have planned this trip, uh, the U nineteen trip to Sweden, which was supposed to be May twenty twenty. Uh, this is the fourth time I'm planning this trip, so I'm getting really good at it, actually. Um, <laughs> Practice makes perfect. That's yeah, <laughs> I thought it was pretty good the first time, but um, yeah, no, I'm so for U19 women, our tournament should be um, May or sorry, September 2021. Um, that should be the tournament that was supposed to be played in May 2020. Um, hopefully that happens. It's, I've heard um, Uppsala, Sweden, we're supposed to travel to. It's an amazing like floorball venue, like so many rinks under one roof, like a big, um, big tournament there it would be awesome to go and great experience uh, for the girls. Um, the next U19 tournament after that will be 2022 um, to New Zealand, uh, to Wellington. So um, hopefully that's still a go ahead as well. So um, then um, for women's team, we um, uh, our qualifications have been canceled. So uh, we uh, won't be going to the world championships, which would have been in Uppsala, Sweden as well in December or will be. We just won't be there. Yeah. Um, uh, but with the women's team, what we started during COVID and women's uh, of all ages, U19 and, and up, uh, we started kind of something really cool this during COVID because we can't practice or even see each other, or even like limited gym time and stuff. We started a, um, we do every two weeks on the weekend, we do like a stick handling training together. So we get on a Google meet together with our video call and we have one of our coaches will like lead us through a stick handling training um we've been doing that for probably three months now and there's definitely been a major improvement it's something that's gonna help us like in our game uh yeah forward for sure um it's just good to see people like people's faces to like connect with them <laughs> to like know that they're still there and yeah i've i've been feeling that too recently i get that it's been nice to talk to all the floorball people that i've been talking to over the last like couple weeks here it's like man i haven't heard your voice since like 2019 maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's been a while, while. So, yeah so that's really been cool it's really helped us connect together like anyone's welcome women obviously but <laughs> you know people who are interested in the sport or just like want to be part of the national team or start training with us like that's what we're doing right now that's really all we can do um and then we encourage people to like practice at home and stuff obviously and then we've been sending out like workout training we have a trainer that we're working with that we send out like workouts for the girls to do online or to do at home but um nice yeah so that's our way of staying connected right now um be we plan to get out as soon as we can and then hopefully uh we plan to travel the women's team to travel next summer to a tournament in Europe. Like uh, there's like several tournaments such as yeah, like, like Amsterdam or something like that. Hopefully to kind of get that like 
trip and the European like floorball experience, some games and something, yeah, that we can play together. So, yeah. And I, I know the players are really excited about that. So hopefully that will happen for sure. If things like open up in time. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So let's say, let's say someone has been listening to us talk here for the last half hour or so, and they want to uh, get involved with, either the women's team they want to help coach or something like that, or they have something else to offer, or they want to, it's a player and they haven't been able to get in touch. How can they reach you, Sonia? Yeah. So on Instagram, uh, we are uh, Canadian women's floorball or um, my email is uh, uh, Sonia.hotkey at floorballcanada.com or is it .org? Oh, I better look that up. <laughs> yeah. We'll throw it in the uh, episode description for you. Too, yeah, there. maybe I'll have to, to look up that after. But yeah, <laughs> or we're on Facebook, the Women's uh, Canadian Floorball Team um, on Facebook. Um, yeah, definitely reach out to us. Like, um, we love new players. So, and like anyone who joins, like, like I said, it's a, kind of like a big family. And we are definitely recruiting player more players and uh, especially like the U19 age like high school if you and your friends want to start playing like definitely do that um, see like ask how you can start playing and we we know people who sell sticks and we know people who do workshops and stuff like that so yeah and uh, if you then if you have a if, if for anybody who's listening if you have any questions and you can't get in touch with Sonia feel free to reach out to myself and I'll either connect you or I can answer a couple questions I think I actually had someone reach out to me on Instagram and I sent them your way I hope and I had to ask you for your email <laughs> yeah I think I, yeah I got that for sure yeah yeah so definitely been an absolute blast talking to you Sonia it's been good to catch up and yeah, thank sure. you for for being on here and uh, sharing your experiences and um the one thing i've been saying to a couple people who have been on here when i've been recording their episodes is uh as someone who plays we'll definitely have to get you back on here with some of your teammates and uh, uh share some so stories fun. and stuff and yeah and uh talk about just just talk about floorball like we're back at canada cup and we're waiting for the next game <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sharing a, like a like a around the campfire or something like with yeah. <laughs> that actually makes me think of you, myself, and Eero hanging out at Maple Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are good t- good times for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, but again, thank you, thank you for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll be chatting soon, and and hopefully we'll be seeing each other face to face soon. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah, we hope to get out as soon as possible with the women playing once once it's safe. And yeah, for sure. The Snowball Floorball Podcast is a property and production of IBK Events and Consulting.